podcast, Personal Finance Edition. I'm Rashmi, joined by my co-host, Olivia. Continuing this conversation of taxes, we're going to look into the important tax forms you will definitely come across at some point in your life. But what exactly are tax forms? So tax forms are the official documents that individuals, businesses, or other entities use to report their income, expenses, deductions, and other financial information to the government. These forms vary depending on the type of taxpayer and the specific financial activities they need to report. That's right. There are more than one tax form. When I found that out, I was extremely shocked. Taxes are already complex as it is, and you're telling me there's more to it? Yeah, no. I get it. And to be fairly honest, I had the same reaction. But that's why we are here, to break it down for you guys and make it easier to digest. So, let's start out with the most common one, the Form 1040. It's the most detailed and comprehensive individual income tax form used by taxpayers in the United States. It allows individuals to provide a thorough breakdown of their financial situation for the tax year. This form requires taxpayers to report various types of income, including wages, salaries, tips, self-employment income, rental income, dividends, and interest. Each income source has a designated section on the form. Taxpayers can itemize their deductions on Form 1040, listing eligible expenses such as mortgage interest, medical expenses, state and local taxes, charitable contributions, and certain other qualifying expenses. Taxpayers must indicate their filing status on Form 1040, such as single, married filing jointly, head of household, or qualifying widower with a dependent child. The chosen filing status affects the tax rates and deductions applicable to the taxpayer. There's also things called tax credits, which are direct reductions in the amount of tax owed. However, tax credits are not something everyone can get. Through the various different types of tax credits, there may be specific income limits or specific situations that you have to be in to get that credit. But we'll be covering the tax credits more in depth next episode. There are other parts of the form that are catered to the complexity of the individual's financial situation, like the tax credits we mentioned. But these are the main components that affect the general population. And another key one is the W-2 form. Form W-2 is a document that employers provide to their employees. Employers are required to issue a W-2 for each employee who earned wages, salary, or other compensation during the tax year. The form reports various types of income earned by employees, including wages, salaries, tips, and other forms of compensation. This includes any bonuses or commissions. It also shows how much taxes is being withheld from the employee's income. This includes federal income tax, Social Security, and Medicare. So make sure to go over these carefully and check for mistakes before anything is finalized. Finally, we'll be going over the Form 1099 series, which includes various forms used to report income apart from wages or salaries. Examples of these would be freelance or contract work, royalties and awards or prizes. The next one is Form 1090 INT, which is used to report interest income earned during the tax year. So the interest you earn on savings accounts, bonds, or other interest-bearing investments, or even loans you've made to others. Form 1099-DIV is used to report dividends and other distributions from investments. So the dividends you receive from stocks and mutual funds would be a good example of that. Something similar to Form 1099-DIV is Form 1099-B. There's a lot of these. (laughs) These report the gains or losses from the sale of securities such as stocks and bonds. Okay, we have two more to go in this section. The next one is the form 1099-R, used to report distributions from retirement accounts and certain other types of accounts. Examples of these would be traditional IRA or 401k plans and annuity and pension distributions. Some of these terms may seem foreign to you, but that's completely okay. We'll be going over these in the near future. 
And finally, Form 1099-G, which reports certain government payments like unemployment compensation and state or local income tax refunds. So now that we've covered the most popular and important ones that are used, let's take a look at forms that are used by businesses. For all the aspiring businessmen and women, keep a lookout for these ones. Form 1065 is used by partnerships to report their income, deductions, gains, losses, and other information to the IRS. This means that this business needs to be owned by two or more people for this form to be completed. This form itself does not pay income taxes. Instead, the profits and losses flow through to individual partners who report them on their own individual tax returns, which is the Form 1040 that we've gone over earlier, based on their share of their partnership. The next two business forms we'll be covering depend on what business structure you are. We have covered the partnership structure, and now we will be talking about S-Corp and C-Corp. If you are C-Corp, you will have to fill out something called Form 1120. C-corporations are considered separate legal entities from their owners. They pay taxes on their profits at the corporate level, which is a corporate income tax. If you are a shareholder and you earn dividends from that company, those can be taxed at an individual level through income tax. This is double taxation. This is because C-corporations are separate entities and you cannot combine these two aspects. On the other hand, S-corporations are pass-through entities, similar to the partnership structure we covered earlier. This means that they do not pay federal income tax at the corporate level. Instead, income, deductions, credits, and losses pass through to shareholders who report them on their own individual tax returns, aka the the Form 1040. This avoids double taxation. They would fill out the form called 1120S, which serves the same purpose as Form 1120, reporting their income, deductions, gains, losses, and other information to the IRS, but not taxes. Only difference is that this form is filled out by S-corporations, hence the S after 1120. You know, after hearing all of this, it dawned on me how we get taxed on literally everything we can earn. It can be quite infuriating, but as we discussed in episode 8, taxes are the main reasons we are able to have good infrastructure, good education, and so many more public resources. Yeah, you're right. It's better to think about it that way. And besides, there are many consequences that do arise if you don't file your taxes properly or choose not to do it altogether. Exactly. Taxpayers who fail to comply with tax laws may face penalties, which can vary depending on the severity and frequency of the violations. This can include fines, additional taxes owed, doesn't really help to try to get out of it if you end up with more taxes after, and also interest on unpaid amounts. Yep. An incorrectly filed tax form or suspicious information may trigger an audit or investigation by tax authorities. This process can be time-consuming, stressful, and may require extensive documentation to support the reported figures. So just do your taxes. Yeah. In severe cases of intentional tax evasion or fraud, individuals may face criminal charges, which can lead to substantial fines, imprisonment, and other legal consequences. And it should never, ever get to this point. So make sure you leave enough time to go through all of your finances thoroughly. Showing that you can pay your taxes on time enhances your credibility with tax authorities. It reduces the likelihood of being flagged for an audit and demonstrates your commitment to following tax laws. And most importantly, as a citizen, it's your legal obligation to do so. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Community Corner Podcast, Personal Finance Edition. This is Olivia and Rashmi, cash and all.